Hello, everybody. This is Todd Adams. And this is Kathy Adams. Welcome to Zen Parenting Radio. Uh, on this podcast, uh, we are going to be talking about gratitude and what you're grateful for. Because it's Thanksgiving week. That's right. The big turkey day. Yes. Um, hopefully, everybody's turkey is uh, cooking, unless you're a vegetarian. Yeah, I won't be eating turkey. No, even though if you were, if you did eat meat, tur- um, Thanksgiving turkey meat is your favorite. For sure. It's, that's that's It's just so good. Why is deli turkey so different than thanksgiving turkey oh my gosh it's i don't even know if that's real well it's like all watery and slimy i know that always used to be my thing with turkey is when i was eating it was when it was slimy and watery i just couldn't do it and i'm sure it was fine it's Mm -hmm. not i don't think that means it's bad or maybe it does Mm -hmm. does that mean it's bad i don't know but it was just it grossed me out so bad so um this is what we're gonna do we're gonna we got a comment um from one of our listeners. On and, our Facebook page. Um, or I don't know. I think it was actually he emailed us at comments. No, at, it was on our Facebook page. I think he, oh, was it? Yeah, I know for sure because okay. we both saw it. Well, I also want to promote our comments at zenparentingradio.com because we want our audience to chime in and tell us how we're doing. Well, and we want to talk about what you want to hear. I mean, obviously, Todd and I are just going to roll with the things that are going on in our lives. But if there's something specific that you're like, okay, they always talk around this issue or, you know, you have something specific, email us or write it on our Facebook page and we'll try and work it in. Like this comment we're going to talk about today, we're going to give it some time, a little time. A little time in the beginning and then we're going to move on to gratitude. Move on to being grateful. So, uh, Dave, Dave wrote to us and he said, I've almost caught up with all your podcasts and enjoying them, blah, blah, blah. I was wondering, can you talk about setting limits and consequences sometime in the future or some tips or tools for dealing with defiance and disrespectful behavior? And we've done some classes together and on many occasions, a mom or a dad gives... Wait, I mean, we've taught classes together. We've taught classes. Yeah. Uh-huh. A mom or dad gives a really good uh, question and I don't have any clue how to answer it. So then I look to you. <laughs> So I'm looking to you right now. Well, first of all, this is a big, broad question. I mean, yeah. we when I first read it, I looked at Todd and I said, do we have three hours? Because there's so many things to go over. So as long as you could teach what's in three hours within the next <laughs> 120 seconds of time. Well, a few things. I want to jump to the disrespect part because probably the consequences that he's referring to are because of disrespect, right? right? A lot of times our children are disrespectful or they're unkind with their words or, um, you know, defiant. That's, you know, the other word that's brought up a lot and one thing that's super important and I, I know this won't solve the problem but we've got to keep this in mind if you read my blog last week I, I talked about three things we can do in the home to help kids feel more emotionally safe and one of them was um, about when our children are disrespectful to us we've got to show them love anyway now what I mean by that just to reiterate it doesn't mean that we let them walk all over us it doesn't mean that we give them permission to say disrespectful things or to you know slam a door in our face or something like that but we after that has occurred we don't holding a grudge the rest of the day or guilt tripping them the rest of the week isn't effective mm-hmm. and it breaks down the communication between you two mm-hmm. And so what they will do is continue with that frustration and anger. And it's just this game back and forth where you as a parent, is you're acting like a child and your child is acting like a child. And so you're fighting like children. They made you mad. They said something that hurt your feelings. So you're fighting back with guilt trips and, you know, grudge holding and slamming a door in their face. And so we've got to remember to hold on to ourselves, take a deep breath. Be the adult in the situation, and that, and we still like he asked about consequences. Of course, we still may need to, you know, have some consequences. But I think that's the most important thing: is to stay 
parental. Well, and what I was going to say is usually when there's disrespectful behavior, it's sometimes louder or being challenging. And if you can bring calmness to a chaotic situation, yes, because it's very easy to get lost in, hey, if you're being yelled at, I'm going to yell right back. Mm-hmm. And you need to be, if you if you have the ability to stay calm, breathe through it, and because the minute you start yelling back, I feel like you're done. Well, it's lost because yeah. basically they, in a roundabout way, your kid just won right. because they are looking for a fight. They right. are looking to push your buttons. They are looking for your attention and they are looking for you to be wrong. Right. And if you start yelling at them, you're automatically, you know, and again, we all have moments where we, we respond this, you know, our response comes out really quick. I mean, it's not like Todd and I are saying the perfect things all the time. We definitely have moments where we need to walk away or take a deep breath or I'll walk up to him and say, I have to be done for 10 minutes because I'm not saying the right things right now. And I'm aware of it. But you know, one thing that's important that, um, you and I, I don't know if you were watching as closely as I was last night, but I was watching a, um, Oprah has a thing called soul Sunday now where she, you know, it's basically similar to a show, but she had on Ayanna Van Zandt and she was talking about, how when we get angry, that anger is not really what we think it is. It's not really about that someone said something to us or did something to us. It's about the fear it evokes in us. So don't you usually say that anger is a second-tier emotion? Always. Usually anger comes from something like sadness or anger is the, or embarrassment. And sadness, embarrassment usually come from that deep fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, someone is not knowing who I am. Someone's not seeing me. Someone is not loving me. Someone is not validating me. All those deep-seated fears we have. And so my suggestion, and again, I know, Dave, we're talking at a real high level here, meaning we're not getting right to the core of what the consequence should be. But this is so important when you go into this kind of conversation with your child is know that they are, if they are being disrespectful and they are being defiant, that is an anger and there's something below it. There's something going on with them that they're not able to communicate to you. Either they're feeling that they're not getting the attention they deserve. Something happened in school. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling stressed. They're feeling that they want more discussion time with you. They want to be seen. I don't know what it is, Mm -hmm. but that's why we have to stay parental and help them go to the feeling rather than why are you so angry why are you saying those words and focusing on the surface it's what's going on with you let's talk about why you're in pain yeah asking open-ended questions yeah um yeah i think of i think we said this on last week's show but sometimes jc will rattle my cage a little bit and i know that she's just looking for attention and or validation or validation um, but it, there's a egoic part of me that gets driven nuts because I know she's just trying to get my goat and, and get a reaction from me. And sometimes I react probably not the way I should. Uh, but when I'm at a place of calmness, then I can say, asking open-ended questions, how are you feeling? What happened at school today? Trying to get a, a layer below it. And we're saying to them, like when we're in a situation, how can we do this differently? Mm-hmm. It sounds like everything I'm saying to is annoying you. Right. Is there, is, how can we have this discussion differently? Cause I don't want to get into an argument. Right. I can, you know, it feels like you're frustrated. Is there a way I can help you? And that takes a lot of work mm-hmm. to be able to be in that place when your child is disrespectful, especially if it happens consistently. It takes a lot of work, but that's why Todd and I, the focus of this show is self-care and taking care of ourselves because these are the healthy things to do with our children. When, you're, when your kid is uh, really young and they're still sleeping in the crib, you have an opportunity to, you know, if your little kid is driving you nuts, you just put them in the crib and you walk away and you gather yourself a little bit. Right. When, when your kids are older, it's a little bit trickier, but the only thing I would say is 
when you know that you're going to be reacting out of ego or you're going to be reacting out of this anger place, I would give yourself a time out. Yeah. Instead of dealing with it in that moment, the moment of disrespect, say, I need to take a walk around the block. Take space. And I, I know I always jump all over words, Todd, and they're not as big to you, but don't call it a timeout because that has a negative feel well, to it. I was saying it. a timeout for myself. I know, but okay. even with yourself, children shouldn't hear parents say, I'm going to give myself a timeout. Okay. You know, it's a, I'm going to take space. Uh-huh. Um, even if timeout in your home, even if you don't mean it that way, timeout has, now has a different energy to it right. because it's now a consequence for behavior. Um, but on that note, cause I, first of all, I completely agree. You have to walk away sometimes and get yourself together because you keep talking about egoic. Mm-hmm. I think of egoic as your, the need to win. Right. I have to win this argument. I have to show my child why he or she is wrong. I have to show them why I'm right. I have to be in control. I have to have power. That's all ego. You guys, um, my friend, Annie Burnside, she wrote this book called soul to soul parenting and her, her thing is about when you are with children, you see their soul. You you look at them as another. Not you're not in the parent child thing. You are look. You are dealing with another soul. You are a soul. They are a soul. Talk to them on that respectful level. And there's no hierarchy. Like I exactly. am the parent. You are the child. You must listen to me. Exactly. Um, deal with it. You know, on the same level, if you can. Exactly, and those kind of things that we're talking about, those will set a different tone. Things may happen where you do have to give a consequence, and if you do use timeouts, you guys don't make it a dunce cap. Don't make them go sit in a corner and feel guilty and bad and shamed. Think of timeouts as a as a space away, just like mm-hmm. Todd said. Like now, I'm going to remove you from this situation. You're going to need to sit here for a few minutes because I can tell that you need some space away, or I can tell that you need to, you know, have some time apart from this other child. Instead of uh, you're going to sit in that corner because you're a bad boy. That's just dunce cap. That's right. just shaming. Um, but you know. A, if you can set this tone for the way that you approach it, you might see different outcomes. Mm-hmm. You still may need a consequence, but it could be, it may not be so, what, what's negative, the word I'm Negative, or, heavy. Yeah. A consequence doesn't have to come with screaming and yelling yes. and telling them why they're bad. You could say, hey, listen, you did this. We told you you couldn't do it. So this is your consequence and do it as, a, as more of as a matter of fact. And maybe a natural consequence. You were going to do this tonight. You're not following directions. We are no longer going to do this. Right. It's a very natural, you know, you're not listening. So we can't move on to the next thing because you're not here with me. Right. Like natu- we should do a show on natural consequences because they make so much more sense than you did this. Now I'm going to take away 10 of your things. Right. It doesn't match up. Well, and like say Skylar doesn't want to brush your teeth. Say, okay, you don't want to brush your teeth. Well, you don't get to watch a little. You, you, then we can't do the next thing on our schedule, right. which is watching a little bear before you go to bed exactly. or something like that. Exactly. It's not like, and, and this, it's the same message, but it's how you say it. If you say, if you don't brush your teeth, then you're not watching the show before you go to bed. Or you could say, okay, if you're not going to watch your, t- uh, if you're not going to brush your teeth, then we can't move on to the next thing. Then we thing. can't do the next thing. And the next thing is, you know, something she loves, something that she likes to do. And it's the exact same message, but just said in a very different way. Exactly. And if we hold ourselves together, then that's the energy they feel. Because if we bring them negative energy, they will naturally get defensive Mm -hmm. because they don't have the same amount of tools that we do. So, you know, they're going to naturally go, you know, if we yell at them, they yell back. Mm -hmm. So we, instead of getting in that spiral, we have to take responsibility for our feelings. So Dave, I hope that's helpful. I know, like I said, I know we're not getting into the specifics, but you know, just kind of ponder it. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, so it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. And, um, one thing that I'm thankful for is our partner Poofin. 
Oh, yeah. I'm thankful for Poofin, too. <clears throat> I actually was at a toy show uh, this weekend, and I actually worked a booth uh, with Poofin to help uh, deliver the message of the product. What is uh, a hollow, soft pillow shaped like a star, and it's for um, kids, really, of any age. And um, you collect these charms, which are smaller pillows that get put into the bigger pillow. And it's something that the kids put in their bed. It's something that the kids take on overnights. And it's on each charm, there is a picture of something that the kid loves. It's the idea is to celebrate your, the child's individuality. So, um, but we just talked to Poofin uh, this morning, and they're actually having a really good deal as far as Christmas goes. If you put in um, holiday, or no, happy holidays. Happy holiday. Is it holiday or holidays? It's holidays, right? Happy holidays. Yeah, that's what I wrote You get 20% off and a free charm. And that's huge, you guys. You could order anything. You could end up ordering four Poofins, so you have them in the basement like we do because we give them as birthday presents. Or you can do it as, you know, getting one and just getting another charm to go with it. It's 20 percent no matter what or you can just you can get a bunch of charms and put them in the christmas stocking too awesome it's another good idea and speaking of the poofin people because todd worked the booth with them he they gave him a poofin of us on halloween when we were dressed as you were Brett I was, Michaels. I was Brett Michaels, and you were one of my... I was your lady. You were one of the ladies in my harem. Yeah, I was. The one who won Rock of Love. Right. So, um, But anyway, so we have a little uh, poof and charm of us dressed up for Halloween. So put in Happy Holidays and get yourself a poofin and get the Christmas shopping done. You don't have to leave the house. Just go to poofin.com, get it, put in the coupon code Happy Holidays. They send it to your house. Send it to your house. You're good to go. Done. And it's gift wrapped and everything. So anyways. And and uh, website poofin.com. Poofin.com. So let's talk about your Chicago Parent blog. What about Avid? We'll talk about Avid in a little bit. All We're right. trying to break it all up. All right. Breaking it up. Uh, well, my blog this week is about gratitude and obviously it being Thanksgiving, um, you know, that's that's where everybody's mind is or where it, it probably should be because that's what the focus of the holiday is. Um, and I just wrote about it. My uh, editor said, uh, asked me to write about what I was thankful for. And so I basically just wrote on the top of a piece of paper or on the top of my uh, computer screen, what am I thankful for? And then this is what came out was that I'm just thankful for being thankful. I'm yeah, thankful for gratitude. It sounds like if a teacher was asking you to write an essay <laughs> about what you're grateful for and you decide that you're grateful for being grateful <laughs> that you'd get a D minus. Well, now that I'm 40, I get to write about those kind of things. And, but it goes a little deeper because basically what I write about is that I am so thankful for gratitude because it's become the way that I manage my life is that when I am feeling overwhelmed or when I am feeling egoish mm -hmm. or that I need to win or that I'm over, you know, uh, overburdened or that life is just not what it's supposed to be. All those things that those stories that play out in our head, I just go to gratitude. I actually write in my journal. I, I might write paragraph form. I might write a list. Um, sometimes I get on my computer and I write, you know, something down that I'm grateful for or write what I know to be true. Um, sometimes I read a quote. Sometimes I um, just do it in my head. Like sometimes I'm sitting somewhere and I can't type or write. And so I'm just kind of go through my things that I'm thankful for. And it brings me back to myself. Mm -hmm. And so I really believe that gratitude, practicing gratitude is what I'm thankful for right. because it's not something, it's not just about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the reminder to be grateful, but it's really something that we should be practicing all year round on a daily basis, on a daily basis. And even the whole gist of Thanksgiving about being together as a family and coming together, I don't know why we need the you know we can do that all year round we can do it all year round and it's funny how thanksgiving carries a certain in a lot of families like heaviness to it because 
a lot of families who may not always be together come together and there's like a lot of tension. Well, they don't know how to manage each other because ever, there's a lot of old hurts. Mm-hmm. Gosh, we should have just focused on this. You know, what happens at Thanksgiving time. We go into the situation um, of Thanksgiving and we bring the same energy that we always have, but we expect it to be different somehow. Basically what we do is we go into a Thanksgiving situation and think everyone else should have changed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change at all, but everyone else should have changed. And then we get there and realize everyone's just who they are. And then we get mad at them for being who they've told us they were for the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. So it's this, it's this interesting, um, it's almost insanity. Well, I feel (laughs) like it's, it's strange because I think you're right. If you see your family on a yearly basis or monthly basis, you kind of know who your family is. Right. You know them. Yet you have this, at times we have this anticipation of that we think it's going to be different than it actually is. So what I mean by that is if you know your Uncle Bill is a pain in the butt, right? why would you go in <laughs> thinking that your Uncle Bill isn't going to be a pain in the butt again? And why do you get more mad at him when he's just showing you who he always is? Right. You know, like who he always has been. And the the question, or not even the question, the, the power we can give to ourselves is why don't we handle it differently? Right. Instead of go in and say, see, you're being exactly who I thought you were going to be. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Instead, say, I am going to practice Thanksgiving, I am going to practice gratitude, and I am not going to respond in the same way. I am not giving you permission to treat me poorly or anybody else. I may need to speak my mind, mm-hmm. which in itself could be a shift, right? right? That yeah. could be, you know, I may need to say what I need. I may need to even walk away, but I am not going to walk away saying it's all your fault right. for being who you are. Well, and, you know, what's the definition of uh, insanity Insanity going in the same situation? And doing it the exact same way and expecting a different, different outcome. outcome. So uh, I think the thing is make a shift. And whether that is you're not going to fight with your brother-in-law or you're not going to fight with your father-in-law or whatever and just decide that you're going to love that person for who he or she is, then things might be a little different. Maybe then... The other person might make a shift too, but somebody's got to start. Exactly. Or if your brother-in-law, father-in-law, mother-in-law, I'm saying all the in-laws as if it's not your own family, of no, course. There's you know, nothing wrong be... with my family. It's all your family. <laughs> it could be um, you know, brother, sister, aunt, cousin, uncle, whatever. If they say something, maybe you can hold your ground and say, you know what? That doesn't feel right to me. Um, I'd appreciate if we not talk about that, or I appreciate if we don't say it. A lot of times what we do is we stew in our own anger and we don't speak our mind. And that doesn't mean we get angry. It's just like we were talking about with our kids. It doesn't mean we go into the, I win, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. It means that we say, I'm not okay with that. Mm -hmm. Or we remove ourselves from a situation. Maybe we go to Thanksgiving and we stay for a certain amount of time. And if it gets out of hand, we leave leave. instead of stewing it and say, oh, I can't believe these people and they make my life miserable. Yeah, they stay for another six hours. Yes. Why do you do that? And we just, I think, have more choices than we give ourselves credit for. And the reason we don't make certain choices is because we're more worried about what other people think. Mm -hmm. So again, we're practicing everyone else's feelings are more important than mine. Now there's a balance in there. Right. Because you can't say, well, I'm going to do everything for me and, you know, I'm not going to think about other people. It's just going to be all about me. But you have to practice self-love to be able to give love. Right. So it's, you, you got to do a little of both and there's a lot of teetering back and forth. It's not always, you know, as Todd just said on the show, balance, really true balance is realizing when you're out of balance. Right. So there's a lot of teetering back and forth, but 
you know, go into a situation and if someone's not being loving towards you or being mean, of course you should speak your mind because that's not okay. But then you don't need to get into a fight about it. Well, and you always challenge me on the language that I use. I'll challenge you. You said speak your mind. I would say make a shift this year and instead say how you feel. Speak your heart. Speak your heart. Yeah. Say instead of, you know, my brother saying something that really upsets me, then so then I go right back after him. Instead, I'll say, that really hurts my feelings. Beautiful. And, it, and it's, it sounds weak, but it's actually strong. It's the strongest thing you can do. And that goes, you know, we were talking about Dave's question at the beginning. It's the exact same thing. You know, you go to the hurt. Mm -hmm. Instead of go to the anger, the anger is easy. Yeah. The anger is the easy way out because you can be in control of the anger. Right. You can be like, see, that person's a jerk and see how I'm right. And you can be in control of the anger. The real big place of strength is can you be honest about why that anger got brought up mm -hmm. what fear or what hurt did they trigger in you mm -hmm. and this is this is work i mean this isn't necessarily easy stuff but man it makes life a lot easier well, i feel like a lot of people say like it doesn't make me sad it makes me mad mm -hmm. and but that is surface level mm -hmm. and like you said it does take some work for all of us to realize why we get angry and it is because there's probably something fearful going on in there. Right. And the language that uh, people often use is drop out of your head and drop into your heart. Mm -hmm. If you stay in your head, you'll find a million reasons to be angry. Right. Not only that, but then you'll start going into the past right. and pulling out other reasons you should be angry. Right. And then you'll start looking into the future and assume you're going to be even more angry. Right. If you drop to your heart, which in that moment, in that moment you <laughs> will be able to pull up what what did that just get triggered in me? Mm -hmm. For me, I can be honest, for me, what th what my triggers are, mm -hmm. if someone doesn't recognize what I'm trying to do, mm -hmm. like meaning if someone, and actually that becomes about the other person, if I feel um, slighted, mm -hmm. like if I feel like someone doesn't see me, right. you know, like see me, you know, that's if someone is like, is saying something that I had said or say, you know, it's, it, it makes me feel like I'm not seen. Right. And so that makes me sad. Right. You know, those are the kind of things that get brought up. And so if someone makes me mad and I get angry, I have to think, okay, what did they just trigger in mm -hmm. me? Oh, it's that thing about me not being seen right. or not being heard. And so then do I need to have a fight with them about it? Or can I realize that in myself and take a deep breath and let it go? So here's the homework that we'll give to our listeners. Go into Thanksgiving with a different motivation you know if everything's hunky-dory obviously you don't need to change anything right keep keep up the good work keep trucking <laughs> um but if things are sometimes met with tension during the holidays whether it's christmas or thanksgiving go in with a different game plan yeah mix it up try to talk about your feelings or like you said stay half as long if you know that things are going to turn ugly right M mix it up mix up or Go in and say, I am going to practice being loving. And you may see that no one is annoying mm -hmm. or annoyed. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's the energy we bring in. Right. We have to take responsibility. I just put this on my face page the other or my Facebook page the other day. We have to take responsibility for the energy that we bring into situations. And if we come in and expect that everyone else is going to make us feel better, mm -hmm. that can really drain the whole room. Right. And so if we can take responsibility for ourselves and wake up on Thanksgiving and say, I am going to bring a loving energy to Thanksgiving, you may see everything different. Yeah, everything might Every without kind of saying a thing. A thing. Without doing anything energy. differently. Right. It's an invisible force like in Star it is. Wars. It's the it is the force. And that's why I love Star Wars, not the same way you do, but 
I just that because that, I like it better. Well, you've liked it forever. I like it more. You win. I win. I'm um, all about winning this argument. But what I do like about it is now that I'm older. It, well, my favorite movie was The Wizard of Oz when I was a kid. Yours was Star Wars. Right. Both of them are so deeply spiritual. Right, but mine's more. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them have such great spiritual undertones. You don't have a Yoda in your Wizard of Oz, do you? Um, I have a Dorothy. Yeah, uh, Yoda can kill Dorothy in a fight. Um, not when Dorothy is surrounded by the Tin Man Dorothy and the Scarecrow. Dorothy taps her shoes. And the li- but that's the point. Her power is within, and she knows that. It takes Luke three movies to figure it out. I'm not talking about Luke. I'm talking about Yoda. Oh, well, Yoda, he probably took him a while, too, but he's so old that we don't get to see his history. Take it easy. That's, that's ageism. <laughs> Don't be an ageist. Yoda was fine with his age. Okay. He was he was in the moment with it. He sure was. But the point being is that the what was the point? What were we talking about? Yoda. Oh, the spiritual message. Oh yeah, that. Which was why were we talking? Oh, the force. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. Whatever. You guys got it. It's all good. All right. I'm glad it's all good. Now. Okay. Um, what Avid. else? Oh, our our partner, Avid Company, uh, if you're a listener of the show, you know who they are, but uh, they do painting and remodeling and additions in the Chicagoland area. So uh, give them a call, 630-956-1800, and their website is avidco.net. And they're, they're wonderful, and we're moving back into our house in like a week. Right. They put on a second floor to our house, and they are ahead of schedule, and we are very, very pleased and happy with uh, their ability to move things along in a positive direction we are in deep gratitude we are we have a deep gratitude so i wrote you know the blog about gratitude what are you grateful for i'm grateful for my family Mm -hmm. i am grateful for uh, me being able to do a radio show like this i'm grateful for having a job at jvi yeah a wonderful job i have um i'm thankful for breathing Mm -hmm. i think i've said this but um i just had a cold a few weeks ago and my nose gets clogged. And then there's a moment when your cold starts to go away and all of a sudden your nasal passages open up. And it's the most euphoric <laughs> feeling ever. And my, my, I had an awareness saying, why aren't I always that grateful when mm-hmm. my nasal passages are open and I can breathe through my nose without it dripping down, it all being clogged up? So I'm grateful for breathing fresh air and drinking cool water and st- and just being able to walk on the grass. You know what's so interesting is that in my I taught yoga this morning and I talked about an article that's in Spirituality and Health about that very thing about happiness and how it's somewhat fleeting. Mm-hmm. How we feel euphoria about breathing well and then three hours later we're like where did that feeling go? Mm-hmm. And now here's the great thing. Here's what connects all this show is that they went they did all this research and tried to figure out why and where it goes and why we can't sustain it and you know what can sustain a feeling of happiness what's that gratitude mm, there you it, go it is the thing that when we are feeling it, happiness first of all is a feeling and so it's not something you can be in at all times it's something you know we move in and out of different feelings but if we want to feel it more often and experience those euphoric moments gratitude is how we bring it's almost like re it's like realigning the brain so right. we focus more on what's working right and if we're focusing on that then not as many things actually are happening to us that are negative because we don't view the world that way. What I like to say is there's no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. It's the truth. We just had a deep talk about that the other day, how you really can't journey to happiness. Mm -hmm. You have to be happy while you're journeying. Right. Not because every moment is fantastic and beautiful. Sometimes you cry and you fall down and you get hurt, but you know that's part of the process. Right. You're not afraid of it. Right. And in the moment, you always know what to do. I said to you last night before bed, no matter what, 
we will be okay. Yeah. And what that means, that doesn't mean we'll be this or that, or it's not about status or power or money or any of that kind of thing. It's about we'll be okay right. on a soul level. Yeah. So it's all good. Um, Thanksgiving, you have a new uh, thing with your books that you want to sell for the oh, ho holidays. Holiday package um, for my books. Go to my website. It's actually, I have a new URL. Is that how you say it? URL? Sure. It's kathycadams.com. So much easier than kathycassaniadams.com. It's kathycadams.com. And it's with a C. Um, my first name is, and you go there, and if you go to, it says holiday package, um, you can purchase a both my books, a journal, and a really cute angel ornament, all packaged together, and I gift wrap it and send it to you, and it's a great gift for a new parent, a ex uh, very experienced parent, doesn't matter, or grandparents. I've had lots of emails from grandparents over the years telling them, telling me that the books have been meaningful because it's helped them be more aware with their grandkids. Great Christmas gift. It is. So and how keep much it in mind, does that little gift It's only cost? 25 bucks, and which is like you're saving like $5 if you were to, you know. At go, least. At least. So do that. Uh, movie line time. So hang on. Excuse me. Are you the singing bush? And it goes from there, but you get the point. So um, this is Todd Adams saying farewell. And this is Kathy Adams. Happy Thanksgiving. Adios. Adios.